0: Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Join you every morning at 8am UK time. And for the last time, um, the Arsenal News Show will be going into hibernation after today. On Tuesday, with Monday of course being uh, the raw reaction to today's final game of the season against Wolves. We're doing that tomorrow morning at 8. But Tuesday will be the first Arsenal transfer show uh, of the summer. That's how we run things here. Once the uh, the season finishes, uh, we start the, the Arsenal transfer show, and that runs all the way through until the end of the summer transfer window. The Arsenal news show then returns uh, on September 1st or whenever it will be. And then a month before the January window opens, so December 1st, we then get back underway with the Arsenal transfer show, and then that runs until the end of the January transfer window. So there will be, uh, yeah, the Arsenal transfer show will be back. So look out for the slight change of, of colour uh, to, uh, to, the, to the thumbnails. It kind of swaps. It goes from white and red to red and white, if that makes sense. But, uh, yeah, speaking of red and white, brand-new Arsenal kit has been purchased with, of course, the uh, the Champions League patch. Uh, Alexander Zinchenko adorns the back of it as well, um, which I realise now that there is some risk with that that I didn't foresee when I decided to get Zinchenko. Now, there's no risk of Zinchenko leaving, but there might be a risk that his number changes. <laughs> so, uh, yes, he may, if Kirintini does move on, there is a small chance that Zinchenko might take the number three. Hopefully not. Uh, if not, I'll have one of the rarest shirts that there is. Um, so let's wait and see what happens. But fingers crossed he stays at 35. But if you notice his change of number at any point during this season... Then uh, have and spare a thought for me. But uh, good morning those joining us in the chat box. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Uh, yesterday yesterday evening, sorry, I was joined, uh, or rather I, I joined um, the uh, AskCast and Arsenal Vision guys at Union Chapel. we uh in the audience to watch what was a brilliant, brilliant show uh, accompanied by Ian Wright, who turned up uh, for the first half. An amazing event. Shows, as you've probably seen from my Twitter feed, what I described as the power of a podcast, um, seeing a thousand people queuing up to enter Union Chapel. I wasn't able to make last years. I'm so glad I was able to make this year's and speak to the guys afterwards as well and uh, yeah it definitely gives you that it, it gave me that desire to want to do a live show, uh, a TGT you know live show, probably in collaboration with others, and it's certainly something that I need to get. And I've wanted to do because I want to give you guys something to, to, you know, enable you to all meet one another that can, uh, that are based here in the UK or happen to be over during that period of time. So it certainly inspired me to try and sort something. Um, But good morning to those in the chat box. Matt G, Carl, Penny Ween, Stevie. Um, James, Paul, Anne, and, and Mia, Kaiser, Temi, Paul, Odorile, Carlton, Stephen, Kevin, Morgie, Jose, Louis, and plenty more of you guys as well. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you happen to be in the world. Thank you so much, as always, for doing so. Um, let's get on with today's stories. Uh, first of all, we start with a bit of a downer, unfortunately. The first time that the uh, the new kits being worn does start with defeat, which means that you can only go upwards from here. The Arsenal women losing 2-0 against Aston Villa. Still finishing third in the table uh, above Manchester City on goal difference, uh, which will secure them Champions League football for next season, joining Chelsea and Manchester United. Chelsea, of course, were crowned. Once again, as WSL champions and hopefully, you know, if Arsenal can avoid four serious knee injuries, we might have a chance next season of getting that title back to North London again. So uh, fingers crossed for a more positive summer uh, and there's indications that hopefully there'll be plenty of business for Arsenal and improvements in the squad. So that's certainly something to look forward to as well. Congratulations to Luton Town, uh, who will be joining Arsenal in the Premier League next season. An amazing story uh, of a club, an amazing achievement uh, by Luton Town and some really cool stories coming out uh, of of that club. Particularly my favourite is the fact that they're going to have to spend around £12 million, reportedly, to get their stadium up to Premier League code. Uh, I look forward to... um, being in the press box in Luton next season, if indeed that that is the case, and I'm there, so uh, it could be very small, <laughs> very very small indeed. And obviously, we send our best to Locklear as well, who unfortunately suffered a collapse during the game. But uh, um, I saw some images of him in hospital celebrating the victory, so hopefully that's that's a good sign. But uh, yeah, our thoughts are with with him and his family at the moment. Um, and yeah, gutting that that he obviously went through that, but also Peli, Ruddock and Panzu. Uh, the only player ever to go from non league to the premier league with the same club what a story um and you can see him uh, <laughs> enjoying himself relatively well there uh, and i'm sure they'll have an amazing evening when i was in london yesterday there was a lot of luton fans in around the stations and stuff so yeah that was that was brilliant uh, but congratulations to luton town now We have discussed bottling, you know, we've talked a lot about bottling and um, if you want to describe what bottling is, Borussia Dortmund uh, bottled the Bundesliga title, you know, in my opinion, Arsenal didn't bottle the Premier League, but when all you need to do is win your final game at home against a team that you're expected to beat and you go 1-0 down and then you miss a penalty and you go 2-0 down and Bayern uh, score an 87th-minute uh, goal to get the win that they ultimately needed in the end because had Dortmund, of course, managed to, to get the draw and, and and Bayern would have drawn, um, then uh, then it still would have been Dortmund's. But that goal from Messiala later on in the game uh, secured the title for... Bayern once again and uh, it affects Arsenal because it now means that Bayern Munich will indeed be in pot one of the Champions League for next season when it was looking most likely that it would be Dortmund so Arsenal will be in the same pot as Dortmund in the Champions League next season we assume based upon what's going on and Bayern uh, will be in um, pot one so yes not the best Um, and so Arsenal may have to face Bayern but it's not the buy-in of the old days for me. I think it's a buy-in side that I would certainly back Arsenal to have, um, you know, a really good chance of, of of getting a good result again. So let's wait and see what happens. Matteo Debushi has retired from football at the age of 37, of course, the former Arsenal man who joined us from Newcastle, but never was really able to kind of get, um, you know, really going at the club. He made 13 appearances in the Premier League, which when you consider the fact that he played a fairly decent amount and got into a regular rhythm with Newcastle, made 46 appearances to for them in total, ended up only making 30 in all competitions for us uh, after making a 10 million plus move from the northeast. Um Wasn't able to, yeah, really get going, but uh, we wish him the best in his retirement and um, we'll always hate Mark Arnautovic for basically ending his Arsenal career, if you remember that. Um, was it like he was going off the pitch and then got shoved and then... Yeah, it wasn't great when that happened. I remember it vividly, but uh, it's uh, it's a shame. But uh, Matteo did retires from football and we wish him the best. Uh, Marquinhos uh, scored again uh, in the Under-20s Brazil, oh, under twenties World Cup for Brazil. Uh, got a goal and an assist in their 2-0 win over Nigeria. Um, certainly raising his profile after a difficult loan spell at Norwich City. And Marquinhos, of course, will return to Arsenal in the summer. We'll see him in pre-season, I imagine, as well. And then we'll have to wait and see what the kind of next step is for Marquinhos in the future. But a goal and assists makes it two so far in the group stages. Brazil will progress through to the next round of the competition. Uh, Arthur Oconquo is said to be attracting plenty of interests from both within the UK and also abroad as well, according to Charles Watts of Goal, um, after what has been a very successful Graz loan. I actually put him into my Arsenal squad for next season ahead of Carl Hein, based upon that becoming Arsenal's third choice uh, and compete with with uh, Matt Turner but it could be that conquo gets a permanent exit from the club in the summer and a successful loan spell could indeed mean that uh, Arsenal get a decent figure if that is indeed to be the case so it's always good when players do well on loan because either you can bring them back integrate them into the squad or of course you can do uh, the other route which is to move them on and uh, try and get a good fee which hopefully will be the case for Arthur Okonkwo. Now, moving to potential incomings. And according to Ryan Taylor of The Express, there is nothing in claims linking Arsenal at the moment with Mateus Franca and Pedrinho, the the Brazilian youngster at Corinthians that we were linked to. Uh, The Express and Ryan Taylor have denied these reports and suggested that Arsenal aren't, in fact, looking at... Well, maybe not looking at them, but certainly not going to be pushing or signing them as some suggestions that were coming out of Brazil suggested Arsenal would be doing... That's their claims. I've heard nothing on my end. I'd heard nothing either way. So uh, we're certainly going off uh, the reports outside at the moment. But uh, one day, he's signing. The next minute, there's nothing in it. So let's see who turns out to be right. Continuing with Varane report as well on The Express, he suggests that despite the fact that Arsenal would have to pay £20 million to land Sasha Bowie, there is not said to be a hot pursuit as he describes it uh, in the french right back at the moment uh, there were suggestions that arsenal were interested and that interest certainly is there but arsenal haven't suggestions suggest suggests here that arsenal haven't actually made a bid as of yet despite reports from turkey suggesting that uh, that Arsenal had indeed made a bid for, for Sasha Bowie. So, again, we'll have to wait and see. It's silly season. We're getting conflicting reports. We're getting crazy links. And we haven't even seen the window open yet. We're not even starting the Arsenal transfer show until Tuesday. And we're already seeing... Conflicting reports and uh, and different stories, but that's why we'll try and give you our best judgment here, and we'll round up as much of the news as we can. I think it's obvious there's an interest in the player, uh, and that's as far as we've got right now. And uh, I'm going to try and deliver to you a tactical breakdown on him very soon. So whether or not Arsenal sign him, we're still very much educated about who indeed he is. So. Moving to our final story and sticking with potential incomings, according to Ben Jacobs of CBS Sports, uh, James Madison is likely to cost around forty to forty-five million pounds from Leicester for whoever wants to sign them, and Arsenal could consider him an alternative to Mason Mounts. Now, according to David Ornstein, Mounts prefers a move to Manchester United above any other club. Perhaps that's because he's at Chelsea and you know that rivalry of Arsenal. He doesn't want to sully that Chelsea link all that much although moving to Man United I'm not, I'm not sure it's going to do too many favours anyway but uh, Ben Jacobs suggesting here that James Madison is indeed likely to cost between 40 to 45 million pounds as Arsenal consider their alternatives so there you go that's, uh, that's where we're at with all of the transfers. Arsenal will hope, of course, to bring in plenty of investments this summer. Right, let's go to part two then and your questions right after this. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants. 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Okay. Question time. Part two. Uh, It won't be a particularly long one because I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm going to go play golf this morning. (laughs) I'm just putting that out there. Just putting it out there. Let's hear from Grandmaster Hoot in the chat box. Who says, how was the Union Chapel event last night? Do the Arsenal podcast fraternity all get on well? Any he sore heads this morning? It was great. I did mention it at the start of the show. It was a fantastic event. Um, spoke to the guys afterwards. Um, met some really nice people as well for the first time. And uh, saw FK from Latte Firm as well. Um, the queue was insane. As I was moving one way up the queue, FK's coming the other direction because that's how long the queue was. It kind of bit, like, curved round." all the roads in the local area. Um, spoke to, to Elliot and Clive afterwards. It was great to see them and Paul, of course, too, um, who <laughs> looked incredibly surprised when he saw me because I've not seen Paul since Chicago, of course, and um, I didn't let him know I was going to be coming. So that was a great uh, moment as well to see him. And uh, his recommendation for what song should be played after today's game against Wolves is a is an interesting choice. It's an eclectic one. It's, it's a little bit left field. I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, but who knows? Maybe it will. Maybe someone was listening. We'll have to wait and see, but, uh, it was a great event. And, uh, yeah, there's going to be some sore heads from people. I can guarantee you there was a, all the drinks were flowing. I genuinely, the way I felt this morning and I feel like I'm pretty perky. And I think I'm coming across pretty perky from considering how heavy yesterday was, um, that I might be making a conscious effort, genuinely, to try and go uh, more teetotal. But uh, I say that now; I've said that before, and uh, it's tricky, especially with summer. But I'm gonna—I'm actually going to try. We're going to be doing the Eat, Sleep, Arsenal, Repeat podcast soon, and I actually want to talk a little bit about um, alcoholism—that's if that's the right terminology—in um, that show uh, as well. So uh, don't worry; the Eat, Sleep, Arsenal, Repeat has taken a bit of a, uh, a pause recently, but we'll be back. It will be back uh, over the summer holidays. And over the transfer window. So don't you worry. Um, Matt G says, imagine you're Arteta and you're meeting Declan Rice. Can you give us your 30-second elevator pitch to convince him to join Arsenal? The elevator pitch. I love it. Sure. Uh, do I need to get a timer? And we'll try to go for 30 seconds on a pitch to uh, Declan Rice. Right. Let's see if we can do this. <laughs> this is going to be terrible. Okay. Timer in hand. Here we go. Mr. Rice. Obviously, you've seen Arsenal this season, fantastic, brilliant, title challenging, back at the top, progressing, only forwards this club has moved. And you can be the fulcrum of this team. You can sit at the base of that defence or you could explore what you might be able to bring yourself moving forwards to. The goal you scored against Ghent, we can replicate that. And let's be real, there's no other choice that makes any more sense in this club with a manager that's going to take you to a whole new level. It's an easy one. 30 seconds. There you go. I hope that works. <laughs> Let's see if Declan Rice turns up. Um, yeah, goodness me. I'm not the guy doing transfers. I'm not the guy doing negotiations. And uh, I think we've just seen why. Uh, <laughs> Musa said, would Zinchenko be upset if Cancelo came to Arsenal? I always thought it was a significant reason for him leaving City. Uh, potentially, yeah. I mean, there is an irony in that, isn't there? Um, in the fact that, Zinni's left because he's kind of fallen down the wayside at City a bit, comes to Arsenal and then is followed here by the man that was knocking him out of the team. So, potentially, um, he would be frustrated. But also, I think that Cancelo's versatility to play on the right-hand side would be something to consider as well. You could play Zinchenko and Cancelo, but uh, that might be a bit unbalanced. Uh, We'd have to wait and see. Um, Steve says, who had the best season, us or Manchester United? I think it kind of depends upon... The FA Cup final, Um, if they win the FA Cup final, without a doubt, it's them. If they don't win the FA Cup final, I'm not sure that I would have swapped our seasons. I know that they finished third and got the League Cup and it's a trophy, but I think in the context of the season of what this means for us, about how close we got to City, about the belief around a title race, about what that could do in the transfer market for us and what it can say to players like Declan Rice about where this team is going, I think it's really important that we did what we did. But... If Man United win two trophies, it's it's pretty inarguable at that stage because you can't you you couldn't turn down that. But the fact it's just a league league uh, cup trophy, which yeah, I, I don't like being the one to kind of you know talk down on 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 trophies. Um, I don't on the FA Cup, but the league cups become so commercialised and so you know undermined as as a, as a tournament uh, with the way in which it's approached. It's tricky to, to kind of really get up for that and be jealous of, of anyone even winning it at this stage. Um, Nick says, hey, Tom, any news on Ivan Fresneda. Only that Arsenal remain interested, Nick, uh, in the player. Uh, they've continued to to watch him, to scout him, to track him uh, since their interest uh, in January and slightly before January. The interest in Fresnader had built up uh, a bit before January, but uh, it came out during that January window. But they've only continued to track him. Um, No suggestions that a bid is is forthcoming at the moment. That could change very soon. But certainly that the club are still looking at him as one of their potential right-back options for the summer. Um, Penny Ween says, What happens if Luton, uh, if they're unable to get their stadium up to codes? And will that impact the possible signings, meaning they are probably going straight back down? Penny Ween asking a serious question, people. That is as rare as you will see in the chat box. But to answer your question, PD Ween, um I, I don't know is <laughs> the honest answer. I I don't know. Um I think that I think with something like getting the stadium up to code they will know they will be already preparing for that they will already be in the process of 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 doing everything necessary for for that to happen i remember nottingham forest didn't even have television screens in the press box like the first uh, last season uh, in the, in the fa cup because they you need television screens in the in the press box i think as part of the coding so luton will have to install that because uh, obviously it gives the journalists the ability to see the replays and stuff so they can write their we, I don't say they, we can write our stuff. Um, so yeah, uh, it's it, there's a lot of things, but I don't know is the answer. I don't know. <laughs> so you'll have to take that as as the best answer you're going to get. Um, Nicholas or Nikolaus uh, says, uh, I know it's calculated that Arsenal will spend around 200 million pounds this summer. Do you think that it will be enough to push Arsenal for that title? And how much do you think we need to spend in the winter window? Oh, I can't think about the winter window. I haven't started the summer window yet. Um, I think it'll be a record-breaking summer for Arsenal. Um, Certainly the indications that that I've had from what Arsenal want to do seem to be that it's going to be a record-breaking summer in terms of spending. Um, The targets that they have are very expensive and they've got to get multiple targets and they're ambitious and they want to try and push City again. And that's going to take a lot of investment to do. Ultimately, Arsenal, in my opinion, need about eight signings to be able to compete with Man City. And that's not going to happen in one window. So to do the best job that we can, I think we need to try and aim to get five or six really good signings through the door. I'm not talking about a youth option or a Marquinhos or a Turner, you know, type deal. I'm talking about Rice, Caicedo, Simican. You know, this is the level of player that I want to talk about Arsenal bringing in and we need five or six of them. And that's expensive, very expensive indeed. So let's wait and see what happens. Um, Musa says, with your change in career, do you ever suffer from imposter syndrome, especially moments before talking to any of the team or the manager? Yeah, 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 all the time, all, all the time. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I, I would be lying if I said I don't take the job for granted because I definitely do at times. Um, and you kind of very quickly slip into this very comfortable feeling of like, you know, you've got to back yourself in the end of the day. People have called me arrogant before, and I absolutely understand why. Um, because I think confidence can be misinterpreted as arrogant sometimes, but you've got to back yourself, you know. Otherwise, you don't get these opportunities, you don't get these chances. You've got to back yourself to do a good job, you've got to back yourself to get into the positions that you can get into. But it doesn't stop me from still having that imposter syndrome sometimes. And like, how did I get here? You know, I quit teaching two to three years ago. Um, but what I always say is that there's no way that it wouldn't have happened without the channel, without you guys um, pushing me all the way. And I'm always very, very, very thankful for that. Um, but uh, I'll do my best to get a player after the game today. I'm hoping to speak to somebody. I don't, I've don't. i never done a, uh, a final game of the season post-match media stuff. So this is going to be a first for me. Um, and I don't know how chatty the players are going to want to be after the game, but uh, we'll see. Hopefully we get to speak to a player after the game today. Um, thanks, Pennywee. Very kind of you indeed. Uh, Marcus says, is it true that Villa are upgrading their press box for our return? Yeah, it's going to have like, um, it's going to have like, uh, you know, the, the ringside ropes, you know, around the uh, the press box now, you know, just so you can like jump off the, and do some like, yeah, <laughs> wrestling style moves. That's, uh, that's it. Dan says, who's going down? It's between Everton Leeds and, uh, and Leicester City, of course. I think Leicester and Leeds will go down. I want Leicester to stay up would be, my, I think, my primary pick, mainly because they have the nicest press box. Um, <laughs> so selfish. But, you know, I've got to put my needs first. Um, Everton have the worst, but they do have a new stadium, but I think they'll probably come straight back up if they went down. So I, th- I think I'd rather see Leeds or Leicester stay up over Everton. Um, plus, Yeah. I, I just don't know what it is. There's something about Everton not, I've never been really that much of a fan of. So I think I want to see Everton go down, but hopefully, um, hopefully, we see Leicester stay up. That's that's who I would like to stay up. Um, gives me another reason to go to the East Midlands, which was always a nice excuse to as well. Um, Same says I think five is enough to potentially win the league, and you have to take our young players are going to improve as well. I t- it's it's so easy to say, it, you know, that this is going to be enough. But the reality of the situation is that Man City are going to strengthen as well. And it's so difficult to overcome a machine that just wins and wins. The expectation, if your expectation Arsenal are going to win the league next season, if that's what you're going into the season with the expectation of, then you're expecting Arsenal to get 95-ish, maybe more points. Because that's what you need to win a league. It's mad. So it's very difficult to turn a team that's probably going to end the season on 84 points. If we win today into a team that can get 10 plus more points, you know, people didn't expect us to get this many. We got 69. I think was it last season. We could finish the season 15 points better off than last season. And then the expectation is for Arsenal to go and get 10 plus more points next season. That's the level of progression people are expecting in two years. It's crazy. I'm expect I'm, Expecting, you know, a title challenge. I want to see a title challenge next season again. I'd love us to try and stick with City as much as possible. That is the aim; has to be to win trophies. But the expectation for me can't be that while Man City exists in their current form. But the expectation has got to be to challenge, and hopefully we can challenge again next year. Um, I'm going to round things up there. Thank you, everybody, guys, for tuning in. Uh, I'll be back uh, tomorrow morning at eight AM for the next Raw Reaction show, breaking down the game against Wolves and probably doing some discussions around the season as a whole. As well, and then on Tuesday, uh, is the beginning of the next series of the Arsenal transfer show at 8 am. Uh, also, hopefully, bringing you a tactical breakdown very soon on Sasha Bowie as well. So, looking forward to that. Um, but if you are going to the game, have a fantastic day, enjoy it. Uh, I'm going to be there. So if I spot anyone, it's always nice to say hello. And, uh, if you're going to be in the Tollington, I think people, there's going to be a lot of people in the Tollington today. So (laughs) I am rightly informed that's the case. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of very sore heads from last night there as well. But, uh, I'll be at the game, looking forward to it, looking forward to getting down to the Emirates and, and watching the guys. So fingers crossed, it's a good result, a good game, a good result and a good performance. And hopefully you will see some, you know, some cool faces and Granite Jack will play his last game. Could be Kieran Tierney's last game, could be Rob Holding's last game. There's a fair few players who it could be the last game for. Um, So it'll be a nice opportunity to say goodbye and say thank you to all of them for the season. Thank you to everybody uh, for tuning in across this entire campaign. It's been an absolute pleasure, but we're not going anywhere. We'll be back, of course, tomorrow morning at 8am, as always, to keep bringing you all the latest regarding Arsenal's news. So make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you turn those notifications on so you never miss a show. And I will see you very, very soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates are around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mate's already got booked for a double dip in, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. delivery. You in at participating restaurants 18plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Planning for your next trip.